0: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors.
4: Welcome everybody, Monday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show starts right now And we've got a ton of news to get to with you today Um, We're going to get into this polling, I think we're going to start off with that in just a moment here Of Trump, a lot of you are going to be very happy to hear this Way ahead of Biden, way ahead of Biden in a recent ABC Washington Post poll Uh, Clay is going to break down some of those additional numbers, and and we'll talk about the dynamics that are at play. As you know, Title 42 is set to end this week, which means the border will be even more wide open starting on Thursday. Our friend Stephen Miller, who was a senior advisor to Trump and also really the architect of Trump immigration policy and border uh, enforcement, Stephen will be with us in the third hour of the program today. So you want to stick around for that for sure. Uh, We will discuss um, the latest on the Jordan Neely uh, incident in New York City. Uh, No charges yet against that Marine. Will there be any? We will uh, analyze that for you. But there were definitely uh, protests over the weekend where people uh, tried to shut down the subways for a while, actually jumped down where the train's go through and could have stepped on a third rail and, you know, electrocuted themselves. Very, very very stupid, very selfish behavior from leftist activists who don't really care about protecting lives in general, but really want a virtue signal. We'll discuss that. Also, the shooting in Allen, Texas. The media is describing, as I speak to you now, at least some outlets are describing this uh, mass murderer as a uh, white supremacist, and this is a surprising uh, bit of analysis to many people because the individual who committed the shooting is uh, his, a Hispanic male whose parents are immigrants and speak very little English. But we are told that this individual is a white supremacist. Right. We will get into some of that uh, later on this hour. Um, but first, uh, Clay... Um, really interesting you know when we were uh together in uh, in the Franklin area and seeing all those uh lovely folks great great town I yes big big fan really uh, love the Nashville area Nashville itself and the surrounding area people were coming up to me they kept asking me they said you know do you, do you think Trump can do it and i said look you can no one can say trump you could never count trump out because Look at the phenomenon that we've already seen, right? You just, you never know what Trump's going to be able to pull off. I did not think anybody would wake up on this uh, Monday, May 8th and find themselves seeing a ABC Washington Post poll that has Trump up seven on Biden. Now we know there are problems with polls and we know it's not that exact, but something it seems here might have changed some element of perception what do you make of the numbers and what do you make of the shift in sentiment
3: okay so let's start with i understand everybody out there who are like ah, there's no such thing as an honest poll all these things okay let's put that off to the side let's just analyze the data that they are presenting in front of us what it's worth noting the washington post never had during the 2020 election a poll where donald trump was up on joe biden never occurred in their polling and they certainly never had one where trump was up six or seven depending on the audience in play which is a massive lead uh in any kind of election for president right now for either party to think that anybody could win by six or seven points and what is interesting to me a couple of things buck first of all Joe Biden is at 36% overall job approval. That is the worst job approval for a president at this point in their presidential tenure. That is 18 months out from the end of the first term since Harry Truman, since the Washington Post began doing these polls. So no one has ever scored lower then Joe Biden is scoring right now. I also understand a lot of you out there are like, who in the world are the 36% who think Joe Biden's doing a good job? Fair question to be asked for sure. But I think what's going on here, and this is why I have a poll question up right now that's running almost 50-50, Buck. Do you think Biden will be the nominee for Democrats in 2024? We always talk about how usually the election is a referendum on the incumbent. And right now, Joe Biden isn't just getting a referendum on his incumbency. This election is a referendum on whether Joe Biden has the mental faculties to be able to be president of the United States. And right now, these are jarring numbers, Buck. 63% of the people the Washington Post polled said that Biden doesn't have the mental sharpness to do the job of president. 62% 62% also said that Joe Biden is not in good enough health. Now, we sometimes talk about age as a proxy for health and mental cognition. But I would just point out, Buck, these same issues are not arising for Donald Trump, even though he's only four years younger. And I don't know if you ever pay attention to this. I'm a big fan of Warren Buffett uh, and and his uh, in capitalism. And they just had... In a city where we are number one overall, hello Omaha. Uh, in Omaha, they just had what they call basically the capital, uh, you know, the capital uh, the circus, right? The capitalism circus, where everybody rolls in and they talk about Berkshire Hathaway. And I would point out, Buck Warren Buffett is ninety-two, and his top assistant Charlie Munger is ninety-nine. Both men captivated that audience in Omaha for hours with their wisdom with their ability to analyze all sorts of complicated subjects, both business-related and other. So it's not just age, because many people out there listening to us right now are older than Biden and much better in control of their faculties. It's that the American public, buck, I really think, has decided that Joe Biden can't do this job. And I don't know how it's possible to reverse what feels to me like something that is only going to get worse over the next 18 months.
4: There's a physical reality to cognition and and the ability of the brain to function, the same way there's physical reality when it comes to you know, running. I mean, if you if you said, well, um, there's a there's a 70-year-old who's going to try to run. A lot of 70-year-olds couldn't run a marathon,
3: okay? That's just <laughs> their bodies wouldn't by the be way, able to. I couldn't, mean, by couldn't run a marathon right now I either. I bet you couldn't either. Yeah. I was about to
4: say, I couldn't either. That's not the, the right, but yeah. the point is, you would generally expect most seventy-year-olds wouldn't be able to go and 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 run a marathon, but does that mean there aren't seventy-year-olds who can? Of course not. There are, right? So, yes. uh, I think it's similar when you look at the you know the age of the body, age of the brain. It's not just the uh, the number that comes up. And you've never had these moments uh, that seem to be so different between Trump and, or rather, you've never had these moments. And I think it is very different where Biden is uh, clearly foggy, to put it kindly uh and trump just doesn't process like that it's not it doesn't happen the same way um i i do think there's at some level as well uh this is just the democrats there this is their one moment of lament where they realize that he's a very unimpressive individual joe biden he was an unimpressive candidate from the start and they're going to have to do a lot of Heavy lifting in order to pull him across the finish line. If in fact, that's what's going to happen. Uh, I do not expect that this poll will last for very long because I know it shows, uh, you know, it shows a lack of enthusiasm among, among Democrats and you know, they'll, they'll become more enthusiastic as they're told to fall in line. The, the issue though is, is the independents, the independent voters. And the fact that Trump obviously won them in 2016, Biden won them in 2020, if they have swung because it's just too much to ask them, it's just too offensive to say, it's really two things. Also, it's not just that Biden's not up for this. He hasn't done a good job. Yeah. If you're an independent voter, there's nothing you're looking at and saying, yeah, this whole Biden thing's working out great for me. So with that with that reality, I think um, it's likely it may continue.
0: Yeah,
3: Buck, this is why I come back to again and again. If 81 million people voted for Joe Biden, and I understand everybody out there saying, they didn't vote. Okay, let's say 81 million people did. Just presume that I'm being honest. I think getting a lot of those people to flip is going to be hard because people are so set in their ways. Most people don't want to admit that they were wrong. Now, I guarantee you there's lots of people listening to us right now who are saying, because we do have a lot of appeal, I think, in the sane elements of the country. I think we got a lot of people who have voted Democrat before listening to us right now. I think a lot of those people maybe are willing to contemplate changing. But I think where this really plays out, Buck, is I don't think that they're going to be able to get out the vote in the same way for Joe Biden in 2024 as they were in 2020. Because what Joe Biden promised was normalcy and an end to COVID. COVID was going to end no matter what, sooner or later, as we've talked about on this program, when basically everybody got it. But there's no normalcy in this country. So if you were sitting around in 2020 and you really bought into Trump is an existential threat to our country, record high crime, border, as we're going to talk about in today's program, at maybe the worst level it's ever been at, We've got war in Ukraine and Afghanistan and inflation at a 40 year high. If you bought into Trump is the worst president ever and he's going to make everything awful, well, didn't Biden make everything awful? And, Buck, what I come back to in this same Washington Post poll, which could, I think, if Trump runs well, Trump has roughly a 20 point lead on who's better on the economy. 20 point lead. And Biden is plummeting also in his trustworthiness as more and more of this Hunter Biden news kind of percolates and cuts through. What reason would you have to vote for Joe Biden based on what he's done? I think he's not Trump, doesn't have the same appeal in 2024 as it did in 2020. Right, And so voting will be less significant in terms of overall voting numbers.
4: People were voting at some level for the perception that the media had created of Joe Biden. I'm talking about independence now. Democrats vote yes. Democrat. That's, that's just, you know, they do what they're told. The sheep bleat uh, uh, in unison, you know, no, nothing surprising there. Okay. But uh, we're looking at independent voters and, and what has happened with them. They were promised a, a steady moderate hand at the top of the government. And what they've gotten is a confused, uh, dementia patient who is really just a front for far left wing active, um, activist agendas. I mean, the, the Biden White House has in no meaningful way been moderate. That's just not true. In fact, Biden, whether you're talking about, uh, you know, abortion issues, trans issues, I mean, lo- look at the change that just happened. We haven't even talked about it. They're now, uh, putting this this rule in effect where if you have a higher mortgage if you have rather a higher credit score you have to pay more so that people with lower credit scores have to pay less socialism through the uh mortgage lending process now this is this is what we're getting i mean you go down the list and there's so much the trillions of dollars of spending um the focus on climate change lunacy biden is not a moderate and and that's that's going to be a much tougher case for them to make this time around to the people who are willing to listen. And so that's where I think he is really vulnerable. That's where I think there's a a, a real challenge for the Democrats going forward. So interesting polling, folks. I know it's it's very early and polls aren't perfect, but we'll come back and get into more of this. Then also the uh, Jordan Neely protests and that uh, that shooting, horrible shooting that occurred in. Allen, Texas, over the weekend, we'll talk about what we know about that at this point in time. So please stay with us. And, uh, my friends, with inflation on the rise in the stock market, more volatile than ever, protecting your retirement savings can be a challenge. To weather today's economic uncertainty, Phoenix Capital Group recommends diversifying your investments right now. They recommend high value U.S. oil and gas investments with current yields that range from 8% to 12% APY paid monthly. That's a better rate of return than banks or CDs with no middleman. There are both Regulation A-plus and Regulation D corporate bond offerings with different maturities, qualifications, and rates. There's also a 9% APY starting at a $5,000 investment open to all investors. Download the Phoenix Capital Group's free investor guide today at phxonair.com. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Learn how you can diversify your investments and earn 8 to 12% APY. Download the Phoenix Group's free investor guide today at phxonair.com. That's phxonair.com.
2: Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here.
4: Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver?
3: I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts?
2: 995-G-O-L-D. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call.
3: The issue here, according to this Washington Post poll, 63% of Americans believe Biden doesn't have the mental sharpness to be president. 62% say he's also not in good enough health to be president. And it's because we keep having moments like these. This is an MSNBC interview that happened over the weekend. Now, it's a little bit audio confusing, so let me describe what you're going to see Biden is sitting for this interview, I believe with Stephanie Ruhle, who is an MSNBC reporter. And she asked a question and somebody off camera says that's it. Like, either she asked too many questions or there was some sort of time limit on it. Biden's like, hey, I got this. Don't worry. And then proceeds to say that if we want to really make sure that hate crimes don't increase, we've got to avoid Putting Obama back in office. Listen to this. And you
1: talk about fighting for the soul of America, but can we level set in terms of the soul of America right now? Hate crimes are on the rise. Random acts of gun violence. Yes. Women are under Sorry, attack, yes. Mr. President. I'll, I'll do one.
4: The answer is yes, because that's why we can't let well, um, we cannot let this election be one where the same man who was president four years ago uh, becomes president
3: again. So basically, Bob says we can't let Obama get elected president again. Remember, I mean, he was vice president for eight years, and you can say, okay, well, it's just misspeaking. But what's happened is all of the American public out there, two out of three, have seen so many moments of ineptitude when it comes to Biden speaking that it's not like you or I stumbling over a word every now and then where you guys listen to us for 15 hours a week and you say, okay, you know, these guys may not speak perfectly. But I don't question, hopefully, their mental acuity. People have given up on Biden, and there's just more context clues occurring day after day after day, such as this one.
4: I do think also even the most partisan and and ruthless pursuit of power Democrats recognize that with Biden where he is, there's only so much that they can hide and so much that they can in their own minds, guarantee won't happen over the course of even the next, let's say, eighteen months. Certainly, over the course of the next five years. So that raises some some issues for them. But also, can I just point out that what was it, Stephanie Rule? No, notice all the just just the usual the usual liberal talk about hate crimes are on the rise. Women are under attack. What is she talking about? Women are. I mean, I I know what she's talking about, but just think about the. Women are under attack because in some states you're not allowed to abort a baby for all nine months of a pregnancy. That's women are under attack. Like these people are paid to say this stuff on TV. Clay, it's pretty amazing.
3: Yeah. And and it's also amazing. As we talked about, Buck, there's almost no interviews or press conferences that Biden does at all. So he doesn't get the opportunity because they won't let him because he can't do it. Prove that he has the mental sharpness to be able to stay president again. Internet scammers constantly inventing new schemes to steal your identity. Uh, their emails will show up in your inbox. They got to convince you that you need to click through. Maybe you get a text saying that your streaming subscription to one side or another is suspended just as you're getting ready for that final episode of Succession or Yellowstone or whatever you're out there watching. They know how to try to take advantage of you. That's why it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. And that's why the solution's Lifelock by Norton. Their online identity theft protection, the best there is. If you become a victim of identity theft, a dedicated US-based restoration specialist with Lifelock will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it's easy to help protect yourself. Join now and save twenty percent off your first year with my name as the promo code Clay. Call one eight hundred Lifelock. Use that promo code Clay for twenty five percent off.
4: Welcome back to Clay and Buck. So over the weekend in New York City, um, there were protests about the Jordan Neely incident. Just uh, to um, refresh everyone's memory about this, Jordan Neely was a uh, he was a guy who was known on the subway. Uh, At one point, he had been a Michael Jackson impersonator. You can basically tell the politics of a media outlet by how much time and how many photos they have devoted to the Michael Jackson impersonator phase of Jordan Neely's life versus the mention of, say, the fact that he was arrested 44 times, including for attempted kidnapping of a seven-year-old, multiple violent assaults. The most recent violent assault was punching a 67-year-old woman in the face Shattering her nose and breaking her eye socket. So, just so everyone understands, this is who, this is the individual we're dealing with. People in the media are trying to make this into a George Floyd moment. They've tried very hard to create a narrative that would result in, um, massive protests and, and, you know, racial riots and strife and all kinds of things. There are a few things, though, Clay, that are working against that right now. One is um, that the Marine uh, involved in this is there's additional video that has been circulating that shows he wasn't the only one who was holding down this individual who's holding down Neely. And actually, the guy, you, you can't tell from the video, you know, I don't know if he identifies as African-American or Hispanic, but the guy is non-white, who is holding, uh, Neely down as well. I, it looks to be Latino, but I, I can't tell from the video. Um, so there's another individual who also clearly thought that Jordan Neely was dangerous because other people on the train, right? This isn't, this isn't, uh, the, the white Marine sees some guy doesn't like him, has some racist thought and assaults him. This is the whole train is freaked out. They're scared of this person because he's running around saying, I'll go to prison forever. What sends you to prison forever, everybody? Well, what's you know, it's it's not it's not jaywalking, it's not littering. It's obviously threatening violence against individuals on the on the train. So other people thought that uh the Marine, uh Penny, I believe is his name, um, uh that he was also acting to create a safer situation than what was going on before he stepped in. There are people on video you've seen this video, I'm sure Clay who are saying basically like you know who I'm glad you know I'm glad someone stepped in here to deal with this other people on the train and then you also see um uh the marine and and the other individual unnamed I think at this point with him turning Jordan Neely onto his side calling for an ambulance trying to make sure he's breathing trying to revive him you know they w- they were attempting to Neutralize what they thought was a threat. They were not trying to just hatefully murder somebody or lynch. Remember, that was the term being used last week. You're not hearing that as much now. You're not hearing the, the AOC wing of the Democrat party making such outrageous accusations absent fact, at least not with the same vehemence they were a few days ago. Clay, there haven't been charges brought yet. I don't, I don't want to get ahead of it, but I am hopeful that there will not be charges brought against uh, this Marine. Um, And I think that the city of New York has enough people who are fed up with, you have to just live with this. You have to deal with being threatened and being scared on the subway and on the streets, by the way, because the city won't do its job and Democrats are delusional.
3: I saw a good tweet, Buck, and I wish I could remember who sent this, but, but they basically said that being in a big city now is like being in a prison yard and you just try to avoid making eye contact with the wrong person. And that is a sign of what we have allowed our cities to become, that if you see someone who is potentially engaging in violent or predatory behavior or threatening such, the best thing that many people do is just avert their gaze and hope this individual doesn't become fixated on them for some reason. I think this is all collapsing. I think they tried to have BLM 2.0, Uh, building off of the George Floyd incident, another black man on the ground with a white man on top of him. And I think the larger context here is reflecting that this guy is not going to be the new victim. Partly, I think, sadly, Buck, it's just a function that this didn't happen in 2024 uh, because it's amazing how often BLM seems to rear its head just in time every year for the presidential election cycle, right? You had the Ferguson incident rattle, uh, rise up. I know Obama was president at the time, but it was leading into the new election of 2016. Then 2020, we get George Floyd. They need the storyline to be there in 2024. But I also think, Buck, there are more people willing to speak out. And not as fearful about running afoul of BLM right. such that they're not just all bending the knee and claiming that this is some evidence of systemic racism like they did with George Floyd.
4: It, it is, it is actually, uh, heartening. It, it is, uh, it, it makes you feel like not all hope is lost in some of these cities for law and order when you see a lot of the comments obviously comments come from you know all different perspectives and there's a lot of crazy people running around online saying things that are really unhelpful but you see a lot of comments where people have just had enough yeah they are sick and tired of whether it is in new york or it is in portland or it is in los angeles or it is in name a city that is going through a crime spike that has lasted now 3 years really a crime wave or a change in the in in the status quo um people are saying that I- i'm sorry i don't think that it should be normal that you have people who just get to terrorize everybody on the subway every day and as long as they don't murder somebody it's no big deal no no it actually is a big deal you know parents shouldn't have some maniac who you know I, 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 this is common i'm going to say this from my time on the subway you often have maniacs who also smell absolutely horrible and, and you can tell have not, have not bathed. I mean, so you get a sense these people are insane. I mean, they're deeply, you know, when someone hasn't bathed in, in many months and is shouting profanity and is, you know, spitting at people, you know, you're not dealing with a well individual. You don't know if that individual that time is going to finally cross the threshold from just shouting and threatening to stabbing somebody in the face with a screwdriver. This stuff happens. There were over 900, I believe the number is, uh, close to a thousand serious felony assaults on the New York subway system last year. Only 365 days in a year. Yeah. Now you say, okay, well, that's, let's say it's 900 victims. And that's just what's reported, by the way. What about everybody else who was in the car? What everybody, everybody else who was on the platform who saw that and then had to go to work the next day, had to be in the subway the next day maybe had to take their kid with them and hope that the same maniac who maybe didn't get arrested wasn't going to show up and come for them the libs who say oh the crime's not that bad are delusional scum because they're lying because everybody in new york city knows that this place has turned a corner for the worse in the last few years and they've had enough and that's why i think the i think the mayor's office is not pressuring uh brag clay to bring charges here if anything I think he's saying, you better be sure you've got this 100% slam dunk because, and they don't, the video shows, they don't. They couldn't trust a jury of New Yorkers right now to uh, to send this guy away, which is a good thing.
3: I'll also point out many of the people saying it's not that bad on the subway. You have to deal with this level of discomfort. One, are rich. Two, often never on the subway. Yep. Three, a lot of them in the public arena have their own security details. AOC, who uh, and, and had basically called this a murder immediately, and then you had who was a who was Rashida Tlaib, who was the one who set called it a lynching.
4: Ayanna Presley,
3: Ayanna Presley. Do you think there's any way, Buck, that either of these individuals would go on the subway as women without any security at all? Is there any way, both in D.C., where there are Congress uh, women, or in New York City, where they might be. Obviously, AOC represents parts of New York City. Any way imaginable, either of those women would go on a subway by themselves. I don't. I don't. I zero. don't think
4: AOC would. I mean, I, 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 I mean, bet Ayanna
3: Presley zero percent chance that she would too. And you know, Corey Bush, who has been so outspoken about defund the police, and then it comes out spends hundreds of thousands of dollars on her own security detail. Why do all these people lecture you, I mean all of you out there listening, about what you have to accept as a citizen of the United States when they themselves would never accept it in their own lives? It's a great question for you, right? They won't get on the subway. They wouldn't go as individuals. They wouldn't feel safe. But they expect for you to. And I think that disconnect is resonating white, black, Asian, Hispanic yeah. with so many people living in the cities now.
4: And I, I think there's also been a, a cumulative effect here. By the way, uh, a WORNYC listeners, please, uh, who are listening right now, um, my New Yorkers out there, if you have a story you want to share about this or you just want to share your perspective, I mean, what do you think when you hear somebody like, uh, like AOC or anyone else suggesting the subways are safe this is just a right wing talking point. I, I, I want to hear, I want to hear from you because it, it's not a, I can speak from personal experience. It is not a right wing talking point. It is reality and other people, people who aren't Republicans, people who aren't, you know, big, big Trump fans or voters or whatever. They're seeing it in New York too, which is why enough is enough. I mean, with the Jose Alba, uh, self defense incident and then that garage incident recently and now uh, where the guy got shot and got the gun from the guy who shot him. And now this, people have just had enough. They they really, I think, have finally started. It's not everybody. They're still lunatics. And they live in, you know, $3 million brownstones in Brooklyn, and they write for Slate.com or whatever, (laughs) and they tell the rest of us how it's not that bad to be on the subway while they're not on the subway. But other people, working people who have to be there late at night by themselves, taking long subway rides, not just in Manhattan. They know what's going on here. So uh, let's open up those lines, 800-282-2882. You know, Mondays are a great indicator of whether you need what our sponsor, Chalk, is offering you right now. Chalk is a Texas-based company making a very effective set of nutritional supplements meant to provide you with the energy and focus you need to succeed. If today's one of those days when you think you need another day in the weekend, well, let's get you dialed in with what Chalk offers. Their male vitality stack is what so many guys need, even if they don't know it yet. This combination of daily supplements includes a leading ingredient that restores testosterone in a man's body. That's a primary energy driver, and without it, you don't have what it takes to truly maximize your day. Everything about Chalk's male vitality stack and how you feel as a result of taking it is positive. Like a healthy diet, it can make a huge difference in how you feel and what you're able to get done because you have more energy. Get to Chalk.com today. It's spelled C-H-O-Q.com. Get 35% off any Chalk subscription for life when you use my name, Buck, in your purchase process. That's Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com for the website. Use my name, Buck, for 35% off.
3: Get to know the guys outside the issues. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck, a new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D.
1: Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep
2: experts.
1: (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need.
0: HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com.
3: Welcome back in. Clay, Travis, Buck Sexton Show, Monday edition of the program. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. I think one thing that's important for all of you to recognize is While this Jordan Neely BLM protest has not taken root, taken flight in the same way, the way that they describe Jordan Neely is really quite interesting. And I flagged a couple of these that I wanted to take note of. USA Today, which I understand many of you out there are like, oh, I get the New York Times, Washington Post, left-leaning publications to a large degree. USA Today is a far, far left-wing publication. And I think a lot of you may not have noticed this because you still think of it. I know, Buck, this is like the traditional way. If you stayed in a hotel, it's the you know sort of cheap, easy read that would get put underneath the hotel room door. If you yep. were at an airport, they would basically give them away for free, right? Like this was uh, the, the sort of the nation's newspaper. But you didn't really think of it as having an aggressive... Uh, outrageous slant, and boy, they are far left wing now.
4: Oh, it's it's all over the place with the way that I mean you're you're seeing in real time narrative formation from these places. I mean, USA Today among them, really um, focusing on Jordan Neely. You know, it's interesting if you bring up the forty plus arrests, including some really vicious. I mean, a person who who breaks a senior citizen, a, a woman senior citizens, nose and eye socket for no reason. Is very dangerous. Okay. That is a dangerous human being. Correct. That is a person who needs to be institutionalized. Now, there are systematic or systemic, I should say, or no, I, 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 failures of the system. Um, there are system, yes. system failures. There we go. Uh, that occurred here. Um, but the, this notion that Jordan Neely was a, and this is how they're describing him a beloved Michael Jackson impersonator, well-known on the subways for entertaining people. I mean, this is just... You can do this with anybody, right? You can pick some earlier period in their life and say, well, you know, he was a nice guy or, like, used to take his dog to the park and throw the Frisbee around or whatever.
3: Well, did he later on, you know, hurt people? Like, that's what matters. And I'll give you an example. Sunday New York Times, Buck. Huge in-color photo, Jordan Neely as an unthreatening Michael Jackson impersonator with a story about how much he loved Michael Jackson. USA Today, I was leading into this to talk about their slant. Here's the USA Today headline. Jordan Neely, a beloved Subway performer, grew up in a family of musicians who want him to be remembered as a, quote, human being, a family lawyer said, is who is saying that he's a beloved Subway performer, right? I mean, this is his uh, obituary that's being written. New York Times, he's a Michael Jackson impersonator. There is a calculated decision in left-wing media to try to look make him look like an innocent victim of white violence, and that is what they are intentionally trying to do, and it's important to recognize it.
4: we got a lot of people calling in from the New York City area on this and so want to get to you. David in Woodhaven, Queens. I know Woodhaven. David, what's going on? It's not, didn't happen to me personally, but a dear friend of mine uh, is a liberal slash socialist professor at a college. His wife is a nurse in a hospital in the city, and um, he refuses for her to take the subway any longer. She travels by car. Well, what happened, David? What happened? We didn't hear what happened.
0: He he's just in fear for
2: her safety.
4: Just because he fears for her safety, okay.
2: Uh, what happened to him, what happens to him? Constantly, according to him, is he has black people, black most black males telling him to
4: get off their
2: get off this subway.
4: And um, we had, are going to come back and take had, more of your calls here in just a second. Maria Long Island, uh, uh, among others, who we want to weigh in on this one. Um, We're looking for people that have something that's a specific incident um, that we want to hear about, what what you're seeing on the subways. Also, Clay, this shooting in uh, Allen, Texas over the weekend, mass shooting, another mass shooting. But we saw, once again, um, the political narrative forming in a way that a lot of people had questions about. Hold Hold on a
3: second. This guy's a white supremacist? It's 45 days, Buck since the shooter in nashville i'll point out still nothing on that incident but we'll break down the latest incident in texas when we come back next more than a movie is back with season two i'm your host alex fumero and each week i'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies from the godfather andy garcia
4: he has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of fredo and the coldness of michael